Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fire officials say there's good news on the horizon. Definitely salvageable. It's definitely salvageable. Um, they, they should be up and running pretty soon. The shop's owners say they'll be working with their insurance company to do just that. This was the American dream. I mean, it is the American dream. I mean, here is the place where you can work hard and, and get the compensate for. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Three people who lived above the taco shop are now being helped by the Red Cross. In Buffalo, Rochelle Aline, Spectrum News. The search for the suspected Facebook killer in Cleveland has come to an end after a short police pursuit in Erie, Pennsylvania. Steve Stevens shot himself to death. Spectrum News reporter Mark Oshkarian is in Erie, Pennsylvania right now and has latest for us from the scene. Mark? Well, John, that's right. The incident caps off a long two-day search for the suspect who Cleveland police say shot and killed a man and then posted it on Facebook. I'm going to step out of the way here so you can see the suspect's white Ford Fusion in the background. It slid off the road. It is surrounded by a number of police cars. Here is how it unfolded. PA State Police say Stevens was spotted just after 11 this morning at a McDonald's near the intersection of Buffalo Road and Downing Avenue in Erie County. Troopers then began searching for him and found him a little later after a two-mile pursuit. His car then spun out of control moments before Stevens pulled out a pistol and shot himself to death. Police suspected Stevens was in the Erie area after detecting a ping from his cell phone. More than 100 onlookers are also on scene. One member who is critical of the local police say the department should have kept them better informed and warned them that Stevens was in the area. And I feel that the Erie Police Department should have warned everybody in the city of Erie that yes, this gentleman was in Erie and everybody was to stay safe in their house and be protected. Now, during the chase, one of the troopers' vehicles actually slid into Stevens' car, causing minor damage. And as I said, a large crowd has gathered here. Many people are taking pictures and video on their cell phones and then posting them on social media. John? A national manhunt ends in Erie, Pennsylvania. Mark, any indication of what Stevens was doing in Erie all this time? Um, there is some indication that Stevens uh, liked to gamble at a nearby casino, and we actually did speak with a couple of people who he gambles or has gambled uh, with in the past, and so they suspect that is what brought him to the area. All right, no confirmation from police on that quite yet. A lot of unanswered questions. New details on this story from Mark Oshkarian in Erie, Pennsylvania. The shooting has some calling on Facebook to prioritize and upgrade how it monitors user content like videos. Social media experts say Stevens' video was up on his page for about two hours before it was removed. I think right now Facebook kind of has a, 
a mix of humans and algorithms and, and a few things that work together to monitor these things. And there's people in different areas that are doing the monitoring. But again, I don't think that they're as prepared as they need to be. Analysts tell us users post about 4.75 billion pieces of content to Facebook each and every day, but say that is not an excuse for delays in removing criminal content. State police have released the names of the two children from Buffalo who were killed in a crash yesterday on the thruway. State police say that nine-year-old Amir Middleton and his older brother, 11-year-old Shamel Middleton, died after they were thrown from the SUV they were riding in after the driver hit a guardrail and then the vehicle rolled over several times. This happened near exit 43, the Manchester Palmyra exit, just east of Rochester. The driver, a 31-year-old man, was airlifted to a Rochester hospital. He's in critical condition. The mother, also in the vehicle, she has non-life-threatening injuries. State police say the four were on their way home to Buffalo after visiting the New York City area. Police releasing the names of the two people who died during the recent string of violence here in Buffalo. Officers say the 25-year-old Michael Herrera was shot in what they're calling a drive-by shooting on Strauss Street last Wednesday night. He died at ECMC. 44-year-old Lonnie Anthony was shot in a separate incident while sitting in his car on Dodge Street near Maston Park. That was Saturday night. No arrests have been made in either case. If you have information, you're asked to call or text the Buffalo Police Confidential Tip Line, 716-847-2255. The search for the suspected Facebook killer in Cleveland, Ohio, has now come to an end. Steve Stevens shot himself to death during a police pursuit in Erie, Pennsylvania. State police in Erie are holding a news conference right now. Let's take you there live. We have Troopy Crime Section Commander Lieutenant Wayne Klein, Erie City Police Chief Donald Dacus. We have the Wesleyville Police Chief Robert Schultz. And we have the Erie City District Attorney Jack Denary. Today, at 11.10 a.m., a concerned citizen contacted PSP Erie indicated that Stevens, Stevens was sighted at McDonald's restaurant on Buffalo Road in Harbor Creek Township. Stevens was wanted for the brutal homicide of Mr. Robert Gott. Located the vehicle and initiated a pursuit which traveled west on Buffalo Road through Wesleyville Borough towards the city of Erie. At that time, Wesleyville Borough police joined the pursuit. Stevens stopped his white Ford approximately one mile from the initial pursuit area. As the troopers exited their patrol vehicles, Stevens again fled west on Buffalo Road. The pursuit continued for approximately one mile, where troopers executed a precision immobilization technique, otherwise known as a pit maneuver. This happened in Erie City near Downing Avenue. This resulted in the Ford Fusion coming to a stop. At that time, Stevens used a handgun to take his own life. Currently, search warrants are being executed on that Ford Fusion and its contents. At this point, we cannot determine if Stevens had been in the Erie area, but we will continue to investigate and assist the Cleveland Police Department with this investigation. Although this is not the ideal outcome, we are pleased that no one from the community was harmed, including members of law enforcement. The Pennsylvania State Police extends our condolences to the Godwin family in Cleveland, Ohio. The Pennsylvania State Police was assisted by 
Wesleyville PD, Erie City Police Department, the Erie County Coroner's Office, Lyle Cook, and the Erie County District Attorney, Jack Denary. In closing, the Pennsylvania State Police would like to thank the public for their diligence, for their numerous tips over the last several days. The public was instrumental in bringing this investigation to a successful conclusion. Thank you, and we'll open up to any questions you may have. Sir, oh, one at a time. There seems to be some confusion regarding the ping in this area that a day or so ago, it, it, it did happen, a cell phone ping, and then all of a sudden it didn't. Here we have uh, Chief Williams in Cleveland saying that there clearly was. It seems so he's been here the entire time. Could you help clear that up as far as when this ping happened, when authorities knew about it, and what happened? With I will it? tell you, as far as the Pennsylvania State Police, we had no direct knowledge of a ping. Everything we heard was on social media. Um, because Mr. Stevens uh, was a gambler, uh, we thought he may be close to the casino. We had our troopers on alert around the clock. We put email messages out. We put uh, uh, information out to our troopers. We were looking for him for day one. But as far as a ping, we have no direct knowledge of a ping. At least PSP did not. Sir, yes, sir. Can confirm uh, that it was an employee at the McDonald's who spotted him and called in the tip? Right now, sir, what we're reporting is a concerned citizen. They delay him at the McDonald's, sir. I was not there. I'd be assuming on my part I don't have that information. Sir, although, although, I would say the moment they recognized him and the vehicle, a call was made to our dispatch. Our members immediately got that information out. Our troopers happened to be, happened to be in close proximity, and the pursuit ensued. Sir, to the best of your, to the best of your, I'm sorry. One more time. From the McDonald's, in close in that area, Buffalo, Buffalo Road. Harbor Creek Township. Sir, to the best of your knowledge, will that concerned citizen be eligible for that $50,000 reward to the FBI? That's not up to me. That's not up to me. Uh, can you uh, walk us through what you will be doing in the next couple of days to determine what he may have been doing in this area over the last 48 hours? How, how will you begin that process to work through a TikTok of that? Well, there's a lot of things we have to do. Right now, we have members at the, uh, at the scene uh, mapping forensics, mapping the area, uh, making sure we have everything we have at the scene. Uh, we have search warrants on the car, which is ongoing right now, Lieutenant, I believe. Uh, but there's a whole host of things we're going to do. Once we wrap up the scene, we clear from there, we'll start to backtrack his movements. Uh, he's been somewhere over the last couple of days. We don't know where. We'll have our investigators go out and try to determine where that is. How do you backtrack movements? Uh, talk to people. Start at the, start at the, uh, the restaurant that he was at. Uh, backpack. Maybe talk to friends and family. See if there's any acquaintances in the area. Typically, when something like this happens, and you have uh, the death of the actor, some people will come forward, people will start to talk. Sir. We'll keep our eyes and ears open, we'll make sure our numbers are out there, but uh, again, we're going to try to find out as much as we can. Sir, was that the highest speed chase or just a slow, let's go and stop him, we see you guys, or I'm not going to stop my, my understanding, sir, the pursuit did not go over 50 miles an hour. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I will say this, in talking to uh, Captain Basinger and Lieutenant Klein, there was a lot of leads we had over the last several days. Every station in Troop E had leads. They were followed up. None were substantiated that we know of. Not saying that he wasn't there, but whether there was video uh, surveillance, nothing captured him. So we just don't know. It'd be an assumption at this point. One of the things we'd like to find out is go back and try to find out where he was, if possible and then go from there. So again, this investigation, as far as where he was, 
is just starting. Sir, have investigators, uh, do they locate the cell phone that was in that vehicle? And if so, has a search warrant been issued to begin exploring that? I, I will say this, and I'll ask uh, Lieutenant Klein as well. Right now, we have search warrants on the vehicle. We're forensically mapping that. We have our forensic unit members there taking pictures and documenting everything. Uh, so that's in the process. Is there any new information? Yeah, sir, sir, the pit that, that you were talking about. Hang on a second. I'm sorry. We have search warrants for the contents of that vehicle as well. Sir, the pit move that you were talking about to try to stop the vehicle, yes. that spike strips explain how you No, it's a precision immobilization technique. It's something that we, the state police, are taught at the academy. I'm sure the other law enforcement have that as well. But it's a technique to basically stop the movement of the vehicle. What our troopers do, they make sure that it's in a safe location, and they go ahead and utilize that to stop the, uh, the fleeing suspect. In this case, we knew that, we knew that Mr. Stevens uh, was wanted for homicide from Cleveland. We knew he could be a threat to our troopers, but also to members of the public. That trooper used his discretion, did the pit maneuver, and did it successfully, ending this investigation. Did the troopers have their guns drawn? Was he inside of that McDonald's restaurant or driving through the drive-thru or parked in the parking No, ma'am, this was several miles down the road. Um, no. You want to elaborate on where the maneuver took place? Oh, I'm sorry. Inside of the restaurant at the drive-through parks there. Again, ma'am, what we're releasing is he was on Buffalo Road in Harbor Creek Township is what we're releasing. And a concerned was, citizen called us. Did the draw his nearby and was it locked down? The school where he was stopped? Yeah, one of the things our troopers took in consideration when the pit maneuver was done, there was a school there. It happens to be an abandoned school. Our trooper knew that. That's why he chose that location. I'm sorry, sir. How long do you feel the scene will be closed off tonight and active? The scene? Approximately another two hours. Another couple hours. We, that's one thing we don't want to rush. Uh, we're going to map it, forensically map it, make sure we have all the computer drawings of everything. Again, you only have one chance at a scene, so we're certainly not going to rush. And thank God we have the, the weather in our favor today. Sir, so, did, did, did you ever drop his weapon? To my knowledge, um, when the pit maneuver was conducted, the vehicle spun around, came to a stop, immediately he pulled the weapon out, and he shot himself. In the car. In the car. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that, please? We have uh, MVR videos. I believe there were three vehicles involved that should have MVR on it. We, as a rule, we don't release that, sir, but we do have that. Well, clearly, you know, no investigation is 100% complete until the investigation is done. Right now, to the best of my knowledge, and I'm going to let anybody else uh, jump in here, we don't believe he had any accomplices. Our concern is he, he was somewhere over the last several days. Whether somebody was harboring him, whether he was under a bridge somewhere, I don't know. Uh, I would say if um, uh, I feel a lot more comfortable now than I did prior to 11 o'clock. Uh, but again, whether it's somebody else, we, we don't know. But I would, uh, I certainly feel that the um, the tension is a lot less now than it was earlier. Captain, would you agree with? Would you agree with us, sir? What message do you have for that concerned citizen? Who, if not for their actions, we wouldn't be here today. Oh, thank. What would you say to them? First of all, thank God. Uh, without the public, uh, we, we would be nowhere. It's so important to any investigation that the public step in and help us. Our job as state troopers and police officers and district attorney, you know, we are here to serve the public. And it's nice when they realize that and they help us out with an investigation. This investigation would be nowhere without tips. 
And like I said, uh, I was talking to Captain Basinger, and over the last several days, every station in Troop E received several tips, which we followed up on. So they're instrumental, and I, I thank them at the bottom of my heart. It's nice when you're all on one team and we get that information. So my response is thank you very much. It is appreciated. Sir, will this investigation rest with Pennsylvania State Police Troop E? What will be the relationship with you and the Cleveland authorities and the FBI going forward? Well, again, this is one part of the investigation. Uh, Mr. Stevens uh, ended his life here today. Uh, we'll be in touch. We already have been in touch with Cleveland. They have their homicide on this, this end. We have our investigation here. We have a suicide uh, of a person, plus we have the pursuit. We do our own investigation, plus we're going to try to find out where he where he was. How many troopers were in pursuit of him? Captain? Four cars with five members, plus Westleyville PD had a uh, vehicle. Chief, was there one member from That's Westleyville? Yeah. And when they, did they see him commit suicide? Were they that close? I know the one trooper that I spoke to who who did the uh, the pit maneuver, saw him pull the gun out and shoot himself. They, I can't speak for the others, sir, but at least the one trooper did. So they knew they didn't have to draw their own weapons as they approached? Or? Uh, again, sir, it happened so fast. I don't want to speak. I, I don't know if they did or not. My guess is they probably did not. However, if they did see him pull his gun and shoot himself, you don't know for sure what the outcome of that was. Uh, personally, if they did draw their weapon, they're certainly entitled to do that. I just don't know that. And was it a shot to the head? Uh, again, I think it's uh, safe to say there was a shot to the head. Would you like to tell the community of Cleveland and Erie Pierre what they, what do you want them to learn from this incident? Would you repeat that question, sir? Would you like to tell the people of Cleveland and Erie Pierre what do you like them to learn? This the only thing I would like the, the, the people from Cleveland, Ohio to know is, you know, we are right across the border from Cleveland, Ohio. But as far as law enforcement concerned is, we work as a family. They gave us information. We helped them. We share their information. Uh, they need to know just because if somebody commits a crime in Cleveland and Ohio or anywhere else and they come to another state, uh, we're certainly not going to tolerate it. We're going to do everything we can to solve that case just if it happened the same way in PA. You're, you're, what I'm saying is we have no first-hand knowledge of a ping. We, meaning whether BCI or Troop E, we do not do a ping. There's a lot of things out there on social media that weren't conform, confirmed, but as far as a ping, we have no first-hand knowledge. But, but you were on alert because Well, it was all over. I mean, we were on alert because we watched the news, we talked to Cleveland, I mean, it was all over the place. I mean, let's face it, that's a, a, a heinous act to shoot a 74-year-old man walking on the street on Easter. I mean, that grabs your attention. And, you know, what we do, too, is to bring closure to um, to victims like that. And, and again, that was just a, a, a terrible, terrible crime. And um, so as far as what I said, I, I do. You know, ping, we have no direct knowledge. But as far as the gambling and all that, you know, social media, information we did get from Cleveland, that all corroborated that. Sir, one of the next big questions here is where was he in that 48 hours? Obviously, you can't answer that at this point. But using your expertise, how difficult would it be to get that car from Cleveland to here with no one spotting it? How would you go about doing that? A well, lot of people are saying, how do you get from Cleveland to here with nobody seeing you? What, what would you say to them? A lot of luck, to be honest with you. 
don't know if anybody else wants to chime in, but uh, there are back roads, uh, travel at nighttime. There's a lot of ways to do it. I'm certainly not going to educate uh, future criminals out there, but it happens. It, it does. I will say this, ma'am. Right now, we're not aware of any. Uh, sir, Cleveland PD reported receiving almost 100 or rather 400 tips uh, over the past 48, 72 hours or so since this incident happened. Uh, as it got out into the media, are you able to quantify the number of tips that PSP has received in addition to that? I don't have direct knowledge, Captain. I'm not sure if you're aware of how many. But Dozens. Yeah, we, we were. No, it's a fresh incident. We we're getting tips. It was more important for us to make sure they were signed and followed up on. I don't have a number for you right now, but but like I said, every station in Troop E received tips. How long do you believe he was in Erie? I don't know. Today, at least for today. So, I mean, we can say at least overnight. I, I that'd be an assumption on my part. I don't know unless someone else has uh, some information. Direct knowledge of how long he was in the city. I don't know. What time did this call come in today? Eleven ten. Would go to the autopsies tomorrow morning here. Sorry about that. Thank you. Good catch. Any other questions? Uh, one last thing. I understand you spoke to our officers in here uh, under your command. Spoke to the individual who works at McDonald's. Can you talk at all about their demeanor? On the, I think there's a lot of interest in this concerned citizen who really. Albeit a small act, it's a huge act and a courageous act. Can you talk at all about their demeanor or what, how they described Mr. Stevens when he was right in front of them? You're talking about? The McDonald's employee, this concerned citizen. What did they describe Stevens as and how would you describe them after? I, 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 believe, my, I believe my response was a concerned citizen on Buffalo Road in Harp Creek Township. I, I don't think I've ever said McDonald's. No, the person that was the concerned citizen, it's our understanding that you've spoken to them. I, I have not. But no one in your under command has spoken to Any other questions from anybody else from our panel? Spelling? Uh, my name? Yes, sir. It's uh, Tepper. It's T-E-P-E-R. It's a junior. Uh, major. And I'm the Area 1 commander. Yes, ma'am. I'm telling you what we knew, ma'am. And, and again, as far as you notifying the public, I think the media did a great job notifying the public. Again, because of the close proximity to Cleveland, the fact that he was a gambler, we have a casino here in our area, uh, you know, it's not rocket science. So I think the media did a great job in notifying the public. Uh, it makes our job easier. And probably the result we had today was because of the coverage of it. A certain citizen sees him, recognizes not only him, but the car. Uh, and that's why we're here today. So it's the best I could. Anybody else? Listen, thank you very much for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, sir.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 